This Madden tribute and week 17 NFL picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Week 17, bro. We made it. We made it. A little it. hazy in here. Apologies. Yes. Uh, I'm correcting the color on the screen as, as we speak. Uh, it's a long season. A uh, lot to say. A lot of memories, of course, to share about myself and John Madden. Our lives cross paths many times. I don't. I don't want to steal the the lead here, but uh, Sean, I, I I know everyone probably knows I was the number two Madden player. Uh, oh yeah, Madden, I forgot Madden two thousand four, uh, the one with Vic on the cover. Yeah, uh, it was a time in my life. I just moved to California. <laughs> I had enough money to not really need a job, uh, so I didn't really look that hard. And I just played a lot in Madden. And uh, at that point, playing with the Falcons, playing with a Michael Vick, one of the the all-time Madden video game greats, uh, brought me to all these great fames, winning local tournaments at Blockbusters, coming in uh, the top ten in a regional tournament in San Diego, being beaten by a eight-year-old girl. Uh, <laughs> I do remember you were pretty distraught after that loss. Reaching the height of the number two player on Xbox Live, and none of that could have been possible, Sean, if not for the great John Madden. So. Well, Ryan, you know, yeah, we've we've uh, unfortunately lost John Madden, amazing coach, great commentator, and yeah, the video game stuff. I mean, they have a whole wing in Canton just dedicated to his video game. We also, in his honor, we have we got a bloomin' onion, had a little bit of the bloomin' onion. It's sitting there on the desk. Our entire studio smells like a bloomin' onion. I had to put a paper towel underneath because the bloomin' onion. Was bleeding through the uh, the plastic uh, bloomin' onion container, which I feel like a guy like John Madden uh, really, really would have enjoyed. Dare, dare we say, uh, you know, we talk about the coaching, 
We talk about the commentating. We talk about the video game. We don't often talk about the innovation in the advertising space. Oh yeah, with a sponsored vehicle. I mean, the the Madden Cruiser was sponsored. He did a number of awesome. You know, he uh, there's a great Miller Lite commercial we posted to our uh, Instagram over at Sports Gambling Podcast. <laughs> Him busting through them all, very much like that uh, gif you remember of Andy Reid busting through that they made look like the Kool Aid guy. Uh, that's very fun, but you know, John Madden looking down on this podcast from heaven, because uh, you know, Pearly Gates, whatever St. Peter is running Madden. Truly, he's going to get in there because he is one of those guys that yeah, he's one of those guys who will get penetration. <laughs> Shout out to you, John Madden. And we got we got a bunch of uh, clips here, just a couple fun ones we found. Uh, one of my uh, great moments as a uh, kid, I remember it vividly. Was at the St. Anne's Fair, was watching the Eagles, Cowboys. This is this is probably like '93. Uh, Barry Switzer taking over as as the head coach. Tied ball game, fourth and one. The Cowboys go for it. They don't get it, but oh wait, there's a. I think it was like a timeout right before uh, the play actually got whistled, and then they run it again. And this was what was awesome about Madden was that he wasn't afraid to call out coaches in the moment and say, Hey, I wouldn't do this. And and if he was wrong, he would say, Oh, well, you know, egg on my face. But uh, yeah, this is, this is one of uh, my favorite calls of his. I'm now, still surprised the Cowboys are going, for it, going again. for it again. I think that was a bad call. The first time they did it. I think it's a bad call. Now it's fourth and it's still a foot. Emmett Smith is still deep with Daryl Johnston in front of him. <laughs> that could be tied. You're on the road. That could be in its uh it you know its own drop. What the heck is going on? That that is one of the things that in going back and, and kind of diving into the Madden clips, uh it's pretty funny to hear his like emotional outburst, but carefully like never to say hell or never yeah. to say like gosh darn heck. Got like, fired up. Very much a you know a different time as they say. I don't know if there's more. No, here. no, no. Okay. Uh, this is another good one. Colby uh, uh, posted John Madden talking about a dog he saw on the field. This is just it, well, and that's what's great too. Like he was very passionate about everything, whether he was talking about a piece of turkey, football, or just random stuff. He, he it was just great. Made the stop. These dogs right here, these, yeah. these golden retrievers. Is that a golden retriever? Those dogs that look like that have more fun than any dogs because they're always chasing things and running and going after stuff and retrieving. He looks like he's resting. Well, no, he's not having fun now. He probably already had his fun. Oh. When I see those dogs, those dogs always have more fun. There's dogs that look like that than any other dogs have fun. <laughs> I mean, he paved the way for Charles Barkley. That, really? That's really yeah, what he, he did. did. And. I love uh, talks like an everyman, Sean. Underrated Summerall was just like the ultimate setup man, the ultimate kind of just straight laced guy. When Madden's just going, add water, when Madden's going through all his takes on the golden retriever, and he just goes, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> like I don't know why." Just got me. Uh, he also had just random advice for stuff. This is a clip of uh, a ref 
trying to go after his hat. And this is great life advice. There she goes. Someone better go and jump on it. You, know, you always put your foot on a blowing hat. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you go to bend over to pick it up and it blows again, then you really look stupid. So you put your foot on it and you get it kept and then you and then you do uh, it. But you never bend over to pick up a blowing hat. That was classic. And then uh, you know he w- had a love affair with just big uh, dudes. Yeah. You know, uh, one Nate Newton. The love affair with Nate Newton was really just one to behold. This is him breaking down the uh, steam coming off of Nate Newton's head. We haven't seen that call, but once or twice all year long, and twice already in the first half of this game. See, 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 see how heat does come out of the top of your head. Look at it, just coming off of Nate's head there. That's where it escapes. If you have heat in your body and you want to let it out, you take your hat off. Yeah. You know, what you could do is, is you could have a barbecue on that head. Nate's got a lot of room to let it out. Yeah. I mean, you could <laughs> cook like some burgers on there. I feel like he created, like, our generation was aware of heat or steam coming off. Yes. Dudes' heads because of John Madden. Yeah, and uh, the Onion had that great tweet uh, or great headline <laughs> where it said, "Global warming impacting or you know steam coming off uh, guys' heads in the NFL occurring earlier earlier every year due to global warming." I kind of messed it up, but it's it's great, and you would only you would only know that because of Madden. Yeah, I thought you were gonna go with the uh, the the, the all time onion article. Oh yes. Airplanes also afraid of Madden. <laughs> yeah. It goes studies show airplanes <laughs> equally afraid of John Madden. And it just has a photo of him with like his crazy eyebrows. Uh, last I mean, he made not flying cool. Yeah. No, I mean, Oh, you want me to call football games? I'm not doing it in the air. <laughs> uh, last one. This is a, a classic of him just breaking down a couple of Gatorade buckets. I don't know where this came from. There's we see the the buckets. Now there's a third bucket this week. I think what happened, there's always been, yeah, there's always been like a mother and father. Like this is a father bucket. This is a mother bucket. And since the last game, they had a baby bucket. So this is a baby (laughs) bucket. So they got three now. There's always been two. One's going to go to Parcells. One's going to go to another assistant. And one will go to a player later in the game. I guess that clears up the question as to whether they're married or not. Well, yeah, well, they got married. Yeah, they got married in that baby bucket. That's Ruth's son <laughs> over the right side. I mean, Summerall just crushes it. He really, yeah, and that, it, that, of course, is Super Bowl 25, I believe, right? Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, Giants. Maybe it was Bills? a championship game. I don't know. Yeah, it must have been a blowout because that, that Super Bowl wasn't a blowout, so it doesn't make sense why he was randomly talking buckets there, but. Uh, yeah. So shout out, shout out to you, John Madden. Well, real quick, because yes. everyone's talking about how he achieved three Hall of Fame careers again. Yes. Coming back to that, so let's let's play the game. Fuck Mary Kill. Mm. Broadcasting career, coaching career, Madden career, or, or video game innovator career. Ah. I mean, for me, it's easy. I marry the commentator because I want to hear that before I go to bed at night. I fuck <laughs> the video game because as I'm getting older, it's not you know not quite as appealing to me. Yeah, and I kill the coach because. You know, I, I get it. Like Colby wants to just talk my ear off about how great of a coach he is back when men were playing football, and I guess that's great. I guess that's great. But I, I also, go, I would go I'm killing the, that. I would go with the coach because that's actually something real. That's actually <laughs> bra- putting the hand in the dirt. That's actual football. And then I would go uh, and hook up with the broadcasting career. That would be pretty yeah. fun, fellow broadcaster. Mm. <laughs> and then 
kill the video game. I mean, if you got to kill something. And in closing, yes, uh, because I thought this was great. Uh, for those who didn't know, John Madden had a playing career. His playing career ended on the 1958 Philadelphia Eagles, where he was waived by Lawrence Buckshaw, who later went on to win a championship for the Eagles. Sean, so. Philadelphia Eagles responsible drafted drafted by the Eagles. They he threw had batteries a- at Santa and they <laughs> ended John Madden's career. No, so. a knee injury ended his career and he, uh, he retired and, well, and let him do an awesome uh, coaching career and broadcasting career. So you're welcome America Yeah, and from the uh, member of the Philadelphia wherever Eagles. you saw it earlier when you mentioned it, they definitely should change the name of the all pro team to the all Madden team. Oh yeah. That would be great. D- not going to miss a beat. No one's going to be like, no, not the all pro. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Call it all Madden. As long as it doesn't affect the bonus money. Some contracts may have <laughs> yeah, to be redone. You're but. technically uh, <laughs> on the all Madden team, not the all pro team. Sorry, bro. All right. We're going to get to the picks. Like just like uh, the great John Madden would have wanted. He's one of those guys who will get penetration. Before we do that, I want to shout out TickPick.com. If you're uh, fired up, ready to go see an NFL game, college football game, TickPick is where you got to go. TickPick is the original no fee ticket site and the one, the only one you'll ever need for college football, NBA, NFL, whatever you're doing, TickPick has you covered. T I C K P I C K slash S G P. Again, uh, perfect up. I mean, if you're going to some of these college football playoff games, that'll be awesome. The national championship game. And these, those tickets probably not cheap. You don't need to add an extra convenience fee. Again, it's not it, who's it convenient for the, the person ripping you off. Yeah. It's convenient to take uh, more of my money by just sending me a PDF uh, that I can print out. Yeah. You got to print it out yourself. Like, come on tickpick.com slash SGP simple. And again, you cannot find better prices for college football tickets. The guarantee of the best prices T I C K P I C K.com slash S G P. Yes. Oh yes. Win bet baby. Oh man. So many bonuses happening over at WinBet, including bet $5 win. 400 in free bets. Very easy to get down in on that. Just go to wynnbet.com or download the win betting app. Bet big, win bigger. And they got a uh, guy likes to kind of build your own parlays. Hashtag Dejans only. Win bet. For every $20 uh, build your own bet you put through over at WinBet, you'll be entered a, cha- uh, entered a chance. To win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game, a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in Los Angeles, then two nights at the Win Las Vegas, and a $5,000 free bet at the Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. Are you kidding me? Bet big, win bigger with Win Bet. Sean, yes. For some ungodly reason, they said we don't need football on Thursday this week. We're recording late in the week, uh, yeah, gonna, which, which get, can only mean one thing: we're going to be on fire because we have all this extra information. Sunday games only, Sean. We don't even have Saturday games, so this is the overload. Sunday morning, going to be a nice big slate. God's eye, going to be happy, wide open. Las Vegas, the Raiders. 
I think they're going to be playing for the old John Madden, the old ball Mm. coach. They're heading to Indy where the Colts eight and a half on the look at Sean down to six and a half. This one's been all over the place. Carson Wentz going to miss the game. Maybe has a chance to play Uh, minus 300 on the money line. Las Vegas plus two forty. Forty four and a half is the total. Uh, My understanding is that Carson Wentz is like potentially eligible to play. Yes. Um, By all is, accounts, it seems like uh, they've cut it to five days. He tested or was added to the list earlier in the week, so I think he's going to be playing. Uh, honestly, when the line was going to drop and it wasn't going to be him, it's like, oh, this is interesting. I don't mind the Colts at, with the discount, with the line surging back up, and the motivation, like the Raiders as an organization, right? What like, a crazy season for the Raiders. I mean, the the Gruden thing, the Henry Ruggs uh, thing, just the, them being the Raiders in general. I truly don't know what to think. I know the Colts. Obviously, this is a big time game for them. But doesn't the ghost of John Madden make this a close game? Don't we take oh. the points and don't don't try to explain? Well, Ryan, why. it is happening in a dome, so I don't know if. You know, if if Madden will even well, be watching true. this game, because the weather he's... will be nice in there. <laughs> uh, Darren Waller, he's out there. He was supposed to come back from injury. He's out. Darius list, yeah. Leonard is on the COVID list as well. I mean, both teams have a bunch of guys on the COVID list. Uh, it does seem like the Colts should be getting some guys back later on, uh, either Here's, like tomorrow or Saturday. Yeah, that's the problem. If you start handicapping, you're like, Oh wow. The uh, Colts are getting like a lot of their offensive line back. That's yeah. probably important. They looked pretty good without them. Uh, the defense. Oh wow. G- yeah. Getting Leonard back. That probably helps them. But I, I just think Wait, they are getting Leonard back. I, th- I thought Leonard's back. Okay. Did I misread it? No. I mean, he was on the list the other day. This new rule makes it so that guys are. I mean, as you, as we've been yes, screaming, you're right. He he was activated today. <laughs> as we've been screaming, like, do do. It seems like if you're not sick, you're going to be playing football. Yeah, and seems like a good plan. Seems like a good policy. Seems like it's in line with what the CDC is saying. And uh, great, uh, but it it makes it really hard to make a football case for the Oakland Las Vegas Raiders. This is just uh, the magic of. Uh, this is just the magic of John Madden. Uh, well, also I would say this. Also a contrarian egg, like very. I, I feel like the public's going to be all over the Colts. Eighty percent right now. Las Vegas kind of has a pretty good rush defense. I mean, you saw what they did against the uh, Denver Broncos. I mean, it's the true. Denver Broncos, much like the Indianapolis Colts, have a very shitty quarterback that relies on their running game. Now, Drew Locke, arguably shittier than Carson Wentz, yep. but they had Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon both hold to, held to like a combined twenty five yards or something crazy. Colts I, are probably a better example, like a better running game, especially with all the offensive linemen back. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But I'm saying I think the fact that they're going to be able to slow down the Colts' running game will keep them in this game. And again, th- this Raiders team just kind of has nothing to lose. And I think the Madden thing is something that will be getting this building pumped up. And is it? It, it feels. It, very I just square. feel like eventually, what the Vegas? To, to, no, to play the to play the Madden angle. I know we're on. It's not square. It's unpopular to yeah. play, but it just like play the money line, right? Do, do we do we sprinkle this money line? Are we are we considering this? I'm 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 on the Raiders too. And again, if you watch Carson Wentz. Uh, like that fumble that they got a illegal contact called back. Like he's trying to throw these games away. Every game. I think eventually it catches up to him. Same reason I'm probably going to be fading Miami. 
I do think these streaks are eventually going to kind of come to an end. So um, I think this could be at the very least a, a close game. So I'll take the six and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it's it's hard for me to want to lay, um, especially because like I don't know. I guess we've seen like missing time does seem to affect these players a little bit. Well, so. yeah, and if you're Carson Wentz again, a guy who over his career, why did he struggle in Philly? Because he was trying to win the Super Bowl with every throw post Nick Foles era. He is a guy who isn't afraid to press. And I do think him sitting out, missing practice all week. Now you're coming in cold. I think that's going to create some turnovers. Cosine Giants, Bears, Soldier Field, Bears six point favorites with uh, Andy Dalton slash uh, Nick Foles slash Justin Fields. Andy Dalton starting. full participant in practice. Minus two sixty five on the money line. Giants plus two fifteen. Thirty seven is the total. Uh, the Giants are in the auto fade bucket, right? Well, yeah. And again, when a coach announces their, and I talked about this on the DFS show, but it bears repeating uh, when a coach talks about the fact that he's platooning quarterbacks, much like you would do in a preseason game, Ryan, um, Joe judge says Jake Fromm and Mike Glennon will both play versus the bears quote, no such thing as a meaningless game, but uh, you well, you're playing a quarterback suggests otherwise it suggests you're trying to tank. You're really leaning into this. Angle. Oh, of course. Uh, strangely, I mean, they're just both horrible. Uh, but you, no, you no. Think Mike, playing one over the other. Yes, Mike would Lennon make is a decided cr- difference. Yeah, I Mike Glennon's horrible. If you're trying to make the case that the Giants are going to win a football game with Mike Glennon starting, stop it. No, but just do you think stand down? Do you think Madden is on the table? Do you How think Mike you? Glennon? And Jake Fromm splitting reps in practice, getting ready for them to split reps in a game is something you seriously do when you're trying everything you can to win a game. I think both guys suck so bad. You're hoping to hit lightning in the bottle with one of them. So you're splitting time. Okay. If you don't have any quarterbacks, you might as well have two. All right. That's a new one. I just made that one up, Sean. <laughs> Write it down. No, I mean, I'm all over the bears here. It's crazy to take them lane six. Cause I don't know if they've all their wins combined. I don't know if they have a point differential of minus six, but uh, David Montgomery, good spot for him. And yeah, just the giants are a complete mess. Auto fade. You somehow talked me into taking them last week, even though I tried to pick the Eagles. I'm not doing it this week. Bears win. <laughs> uh, and by the way, my, we're I'm finishing uh, quote unquote with my brothers, but uh, this, this locker is going to get cleaned out this off season. I'm going to wow. maybe at least peek in the transfer portal. See what's out there. I don't know. You know, Maybe uh, dabble in, in, in an AFC situation. We'll s- Colby uh, is my dad for twenty, saying, "Quote: I live in Vegas, and this, of course, is our live YouTube chat. I live in Vegas, and there is word that people have seen the Raiders players uh, around the city partying. Well, that's just a that's it's like an Irish oh. wake, but they call it a Raider wake. You got to go out, live it up, have a couple cold ones for uh, old old uh, John Madden. There is he trying to say that." Uh- they're not going to show up in Indy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We don't have to talk about the, I mean, the bears are fucking up the giants uh, second first uh, top 10 pick. So that that's not cool, but whatever moving on Tampa heads to New York where Tom Brady and Gronk and friends get to take on the jets, a team they've owned uh, as Patriots bucks, minus 13 minus seven fifty on the money line jets plus five twenty five forty five 45 and a half is the total. Sounds like Elijah Moore uh, and Crowder could be back for the Jets. We didn't get to it in the DFS show, but that does make an interesting uh, stack and or bring back bring option. Back, yeah, uh, I think 
we're looking at a Tampa team that's obviously getting ramped up, ready to go for the playoffs. Well, they're in the mix here number. for uh, number one, so they're number one seed. They're going to be playing hard. I mean, the Jets won a game with Zach Wilson having 102 passing mm-hmm. yards, which is kind of crazy. Brady's career versus the Jets: 29 <laughs> and seven straight up, 57 touchdowns, Owned. 15 interceptions. Um, and again, I do think Gronk is going to be a tough out for this Jets defense, which just uh, has no answer for the tight ends. Um, it's chalky, but I think you got to take the Bucks minus thirteen. I mean, on, on one regard, they're another team that you circle, much like Indy. Uh, crazy enough, much like Chicago, eighty uh, percent. It's an eighty twenty split, which scares the crap out of me. But in the case of the Bucks. We've seen them do it before. Uh, I think you know, on some level, yeah, they, I mean, what was they it? need to get used to this passing offense for the playoffs. Uh, so I think they just, you know, they're going to keep doing what they do, which is they keep their foot on the gas. And short of this being like a strange weather game, I, you know, the more that I look at it, the more that I, I don't mind, you know, looking to this game for DFS because I think that you know, I think the Jets will get some yards against this Bucks team, but. I think at the end of the day, the Bucks are just fifty-four and overcast uh, for the Jets. Game. Oh, oh, Jesus! All right, yeah. So, love the Bucks. It's not even bad weather. No. What was the spot. score last week for the Bucks? What they win? Uh, Thirty-two to six. Yeah, oh, that sounds about right. Atlanta heads to Buffalo, where the Falcons are catching fourteen oh. and a half plus six fifty on the money line. Buffalo minus one thousand forty-three and a half is the total. Big number, low total. Oh, I mean, this this is a game you circle. You say, "Hey, Buffalo has an obvious letdown spot here." Yep. Atlanta, but Atlanta, Atlanta is so bad <laughs> against good teams. Like their point differential is so crazy against good teams, and it looks like there is a chance uh, for snow for this game. So, like Matt Ryan and this dome team outdoors in Buffalo. How can you take Atlanta? But fourteen and a half. After you were just so dialed in and destroyed the Patriots, I, I don't know what to do here. It, the number is crazy high. Well, I think the first thing, like you mentioned, when when this Falcons team plays good teams, they lose and they lose big. Yeah, uh, Hugh, you know they're 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 losing by you know three touchdowns or something like that, if not more per game when they play these teams with winning records. Now the Bills are. Are, are kind of the the, the perfect storm because they blow out the bad teams. They've taken care of business on bad teams before. You know, sans that weird Jaguars game. When they are the better team, they they kind of they 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 win and they cover. And so Atlanta being a little bit of a public dog right now because of that fourteen and a half. Sean, I know how the odds makers work. They clearly need people to bet Atlanta. That's why the number is so big. But the number can be as big as they want to be, make it, because <laughs> Buffalo is just going to roll on this one. I, I'm looking past the 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 letdown spot, and I think this is just the spot they need to show up. Dan, I mean, I I don't know. I I, I Matt Ryan in bad weather, no, cold I know. weather. Like it just seems like his bones are old. He's going to get hurt. Something horrible is going to happen. Uh, Patterson hasn't even been that effective lately, Sean. I think. I think I saw a nugget that he has less than 50 yards from scrimmage over the last two games. They got him, get him going back in the passing uh, game. I, I know Pitts is uh, an interesting option in this game, like from a DFS standpoint. But I'm laying the points, Sean. I'm I'm not falling for the trap. I'm uh, give me the Bills. Every opponent the Falcons have faced in the top half of DVOA this year 
Eagles, Bucks twice, Cowboys, Patriots, 49ers have uh, beaten them by double digits. And 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 so I'm with you. I'm going to take the Bills. I do think they they just have to stay dialed in. Small margin of error. They need to win the AFC East. 5 games lost. Total uh deficit 119 points. That's against w- teams with winning records. Yeah. So uh, do with that what you will. Uh, I'm taking the Bills. Philly heads to the nation nation's capital, Sean, to take on the football team. Washington football team, a close your eyes special because they underperformed the spread by 21 points and they are catching points this week. Plus 140 on the money line. Mine or um, plus three, plus 140 on the money line. Minus 170 for the Eagles. 44 and a half is the total. Close your eyes special is seven and five. On the year ATS, six and six straight up, which tells me the way to play the close your eyes special is probably on the money line. Uh, don't mind that angle in this game at all because my instincts say Philly's gonna roll. Uh Philly is dialed in. Philly like Washington had some quit on them last week. Yeah. Uh and it, well, you, and you could did. say they got embarrassed, Ron Rivera. They were like, fighting each other on the sidelines. Fighting each other. Maybe they're gonna focus and fight the other team. Or you could say this team maybe has quit. Well, and uh, Deron Payne has removed all the Washington football team stuff off of his social media. Antonio Gibson, uh, he got banged up. I know Heineke got banged up, and then also they were getting blown out, so they brought in uh, Allen there. And according to Ron Rivera, again, Taylor Heineke and Allen will both see time in this game. So I I just feel like you got to take again. I'm making a case for the Eagles, uh, rocking a Reggie White jersey, but. I feel like you have to take a team that is in the mix. That's you know playing for a chance to make it in the into the into the playoffs here versus a team that's platooning at quarterback. They I can't take week. you seriously. They they got their ass beat. Obviously, there's value. I understand the case for the football team. Uh, I actually saw that story about Payne as well. Wanted to learn more. Turns out it was just his Instagram. He's got uh, Redskins stuff all over his Twitter. So. Okay. I don't know. Maybe one's for pleasure, one's for business. That's how the the millennials roll. But uh, the the simple case for the football team is, is a is just a contrarian betting case, and I just I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not with this this again. This Eagles team is the kind of team that can just handle. Uh, they just did it last week. Yeah. There's no offensive threat from this football team, They'll just like pressure. the Giants, and the defensive line will control the game. And, and their offense will do enough because at the end of the day, Jalen hurts when, when there's a decision of make a risky throw or run for six yards. I mean, he's been making better throws in his defense, but he's also, he just, he, he's like, just picks up a bunch of first downs. He tries to get first downs, which is like it, how he has a <laughs> top half IQ in the NFL is fucking beyond me, but he's clearly uh, a lot smarter than we gave him credit for. Not like Justin Fields, who obviously the whiteboard problems giving. I mean, he can't <laughs> even beat out uh, Andy Dalton or Nick Cole. So, uh, yeah, and also uh, good news on the running back front. Justin Hor- uh, uh, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard had a uh, practice today. He was oh, really? he was he was practicing. Yeah, so, so that's are, a good sign. Are you were so in DFS? You had Boston Scott in there. Are you looking to maybe swap? I don't know. I'm going to have to wait till it gets closer because I can still see him playing, but Boston Scott getting the pass catching work. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not scrubbing well question mark. No, I know it's, that would be the ultimate. It is tough to play these uh, Eagles running backs. Next up another 10 AM kick Sean here on the West coast, Kansas city heads to Cincinnati where the Bengals 
playing for their play. I, they clinch a spot if they win this game, and they're plus five at home. One plus one eighty five on the money line, minus two twenty five for the Chiefs. Fifty and a half is the total. This this spread had me very puzzled, Sean. Yeah, because Kansas City isn't really playing for much. Go look at the standings. They're they're two games clear of everyone that isn't the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I know they got to win the game, but they just locked some shit up last week. They locked up their division, and this Cincy team is hungry. And I'm not it, quite sure why they're catching all these points here in a game that I could see it turn a little bit more defensive. And I, I don't mind this Bengals, this Bengals team in that kind of game. Uh, I, I saw that you know the the only quarterback to, to to get past like 14 fantasy points against the Chiefs since Week 10 was Justin Herbert. So they have been playing better defense, but I, you know Burrow's got Burrow's got some swagger, and he plays well under pressure. And if Spags Spags has had to use a little bit of the blitz to generate that pressure, it's true. And I think if you just dive into the X's and O's, the the all twenty, you know, God's eye is always looking at the all twenty twos. You're gonna see that if 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 Burrow hits when they bring the pressure, I think they can outgun Kansas City. So uh, I'm shocked to see that they're home dogs by this much. I thought Kansas City oh. minus two and a half, m- mm. minus three would be appropriate. Well, and it's interesting too. I think it opened at four, and or, or the look ahead was what was the look ahead? It was. The look ahead was, was four. four. And and since he had a massive division victory and it and it went up, which is which is kind of crazy. I'm with you. I'll take uh But the, take, but but they they like they need to they win this, they clinch their playoff spot. Yeah. And and I know oh, by the, the way the counter Chiefs to that, I guess, to is because they have the Browns the next week and they could they could get in the playoffs with just beating the Browns. But I, I, I and I'm worried a little bit about Kelsey coming back. I do feel like this could be a field goal game and getting five big, points. Big, big. I mean, this is a again. I, I think you know three is a fair line. I, I I don't know if you know just because they put up some points on Pittsburgh, a Pittsburgh team that didn't really show up that day. I don't think we should be getting excited about this Chiefs team. Not quite. Rocky yet. Parish in the YouTube chat saying, "Since he may win the Super Bowl, just because we all put in the under three and a half wins for the season." If you remember, we've also motivated teams like the Tennessee Titans yeah. before. They uh, could be the Bengals here this year. Yeah, I'm with you. I I think they should be able to do enough. And yeah. I'm with you. I, I I don't love this though, but five does feel too high. For oh, the I love this. I really. I think there's a certain like team, cult, like a, a crescendo that's happened. I, I understand that Cincy plays well against Baltimore, and it's a good matchup for them. But this is the ultimate kind of test right here. So they if there's no or there's no angle to this game that you're gonna tell me that there's a letdown and they don't have their A game. Because this is the Chiefs, you you want to be peaking. The playoffs are about to be here. I love them to be focused and show up, and you know, and and take. I think Kansas City will lose the motivation edge here. Jacksonville heads the New England, where the Patriots are laying fifteen and a half minus eleven hundred on the money line. Jacksonville plus seven hundred in a single game. Sean, a single game. Jacksonville's plus seven hundred. Forty one and a half is the total. I I I mused uh, and spoke a little bit about the idea that Mac Jones might be a fun DFS play this week because I think they could deploy a little bit of their passing attack, get some confidence in the rookie quarterback. 
and I think a lot of people are going to be like, wow, that's a lot of, no, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points for the Patriots to be laying. What kind of, that's not the offense. I really want to lay that kind of money. <laughs> Jacksonville is double quick. No, Trevor yeah. Lawrence is fucking horrible. He hasn't thrown a touchdown. And Mac pass. Jones, remember that walk? Remember that? Well, everyone said it to Stone Cold's broken glass, storming out on the stage for the draft. You <laughs> MJ don't think, 10. You don't think Mac Jones? They want to let him throw to let Mac Jones show up the number one pick. Yeah, Belichick. This is Belichick's guy. He's got to let him eat a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> assuming he can do that. I love, love, love the chalk here. Give me the Patriots laying all the points. Well, and and you know the the obvious uh, Bill Belichick versus the rookie rookie uh, quarterback. I mean, you always love that angle, and and the Patriots really need this. Um, yeah, they they're getting Damian Harris back. Um, I do, you know, your your DFS angle of maybe playing Mac Jones and being contrarian there. Uh, I'm not opposed to that, but. Mac, uh, Trevor Lawrence is not good. I know we keep wanting to blame Urban Meyer and the coaching and everything else, but he has one passing touchdown in eight games. No, he's not. Good. That's not an accident, no. guys. And, that's and not. That's not just. Oh well, you're. He's not. He's crawl. He's calling the wrong plays. We should be seeing a couple of wild plays by now from the number one pick overall. Zach Wilson should. got there. Yeah, Zach Trey, Wilson has a couple wow plays. Trey Trey Lance does every day in practice too, so according to his teammates at least, and some of the coaches. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else. I, I really, I, I really do believe this is going to be some sort of showcase game for Mac Jones, and I think the offense puts up forty points. Miami, Jacksonville wants no part of this game. Although I do think Marvin Jones kind of interesting. Yeah, I like him in the DFS box. I think there's going to be garbage time opportunities, but yeah, it's going to be like forty-one fourteen. Miami. Coming off Monday Night Football, Sean, the trend is still strong. 19 and 7 against the spread. Teams coming off Monday Night Football. Heading to Tennessee to take on the Titans, who are laying three and a half points, minus 175 on the money line. Dolphins plus 145. 39 and a half is the total. This number makes no sense to me. I understand in record, Tennessee's a good team, and they're up yeah. near the top of the, uh, the they're the closest team to the Chiefs to the one seed, but I don't know if you can uh, uh, two. Uh, it's three and a half. Po- I don't think Tannehill. Th- they should be laying three and a half points. Well, Ryan, you know what you got to do? Lay the three and a half. I know. But, uh, and, and you know, again, this to me is similar to my Carson Wentz theory of Tua is just he tried to give that game away in New Orleans, but they got a defensive touchdown, and he got wrecked a couple times, fumbled the ball, luckily recovered. Tua Tagliavoa. Uh, I nailed I, it. Wow. I wish I could have gotten a recording of my dad, like three whiskeys in, trying to pronounce his <laughs> name. He has made turnover-worthy plays at nearly twice the rate he's made big-time throws this season, and ranks just twentieth in PFF's quarterback against the spread power ratings. Um, Miami does have a good defense. I I think there's an interesting like former former New England head coach, or yeah. I guess. Uh, Vrabel wasn't ever on the staff, right? He just played for them. Yeah, uh, no, I, he was a coach there. He was right? maybe some sort I of feel assistant. Like he, he got well, they're both know. from the from the Patriots system, but Flores, um, and uh, yeah, I I I think from a football perspective, though, it's easy to see how you, you could easily talk yourself into, oh, Tennessee is going to struggle to move the ball, and like Miami at times has deployed. Tua in a way where he's been successful passing the ball and his receivers are healthy 
And we just saw him coming off a game where basically Latimer takes one of your guys away. We again we discussed it on the DFS show, Devontae Parker. I, I do wonder what this looks like against the Tennessee team that's just not good against the pass. They can slow you down against the on the on the ground, but they if Tua is able to kind of get loose, and I know we're depending on Tua. I just think this Miami team's in good form. They're feeling good, and Tennessee's a little fraudulent. So you're giving me three and a half points. I'll happily think, take the I Dolphins. Think, I think Miami's more fraudulent. I think both okay. these teams kind of fraudulent. Well, I but mean, I think ten, you know, that was a nice win for Tennessee. But I don't think like this doesn't feel like a peak or like a you're getting a discount on the number. You're still having to lay three and a half. I guess you know. Yeah. No, it's it's steep, and that's why. Well, because they need Miami action because they need. To make money to pay their bills, Ryan. Got so it. they got it. They got to give you that half point. Yeah, get people tricked. I'm, I'm disobeying the uh, the the forever rule of laying three and a half and taking two and a half. Last of the early slate, Sean. The Rams. They're heading to Baltimore, where the Ravens are plus four and a half at home, plus one seventy on the money line, minus two ten for the Rams. Forty six and a half is the total. This is a back against the wall game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I still think I'm holding to my Matt Stafford, his back hurts. He's traveling a lot and he's not going to look good. Now, luckily last week for them, they played the Vikings who, you know, would fuck up a wet well, dream. He tried to give it away. And repeatedly. He threw three interceptions. <laughs> and I think even though Baltimore's past defense is dog shit and obviously they're going to have their hands so full hurt, yeah. with Cooper cup, uh, I still like taking the Ravens as a home dog here. I would wait a little bit because it, it looks like Lamar wasn't practicing. Was this the latest number, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I saw three. And okay, then I, I pulled this uh, a little before the show, four and a half, which tells me they're starting to think he's not going to be out there, right? Yeah, I would take Ravens here, and I, I like what I've seen out of Huntley. Huntley is back. He cleared the virus protocol, and he is scrappy. He's Might and especially against this. Against this Rams defense, uh, I think he's gonna be able to wiggle through, wiggle free. I, I just, I'm not gonna take Stafford on the road no. in December, going across the country in a non-conference spot as a road favorite. I'm just not. I, I know these. This? I know these gambling tenants have burned us. Uh, you know, not taking going home dogs yeah. have been bad this year, but I, I gotta take it this week. What's this number with Lamar? I think three, right? You think they're a three-point dog with Lamar? No. I, well, why would it open at three? I mean, I think they were splitting the difference. Yeah, you're right. I think it's a pick 'em if Lamar is playing. You're probably right. Once it's announced that he's actually, do you playing, think Lamar's four and a half points better than Huntley at this point? I, I mean, I was talking Lamar for MVP, but Huntley has looked good. He's looked good, and, and he's healthy too. I mean, the offense Lamar, has looked better with him. Lamar period. playing with a bad ankle. I don't want any part of this. My pick is contingent on Huntley being the starter. If if Lamar comes in, then and that's why you should wait to bet this. I'm going to make a DFS lineup with Huntley, bringing it back with Cooper Cup. Very obvious, but I mean, goddamn, that the dude just balls out. I mean, he's got a little of that uh, Jalen Hurts, like he's just trying to win games and. Honestly, like his last two games have looked better than Lamar's last four games from an offensive standpoint. So th this spreads. This is a rat poison spread, Sean. That's what scares me. Because uh, who, like who's running to take the Rams? Is that 
they're getting more of the money too. Like it's it's crazy. 80 percent, Sean. Eighty yeah, percent. I'm not taking Stafford tickets. on the road, laying a bunch of uh, points. Are you you got to be out of your mind? We've only disagreed on Tua. Well, that was a completely unbiased take, Ryan. You want some more unbiased advice? Playing fantasy football, there is a better way. AKA better fantasy. That's right. Head over to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. Sync your fantasy football league. And next thing you know, you got betting spreads, player props, so much action to get down on over at Better Fantasy. It's it's completely free to play. They also give you a free Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, uh, prop contests as well. But again, fantasy football championships. And Hey, if you're not actually in the championships, why not get a little action on it? Your whole league to sync up betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by prop swap dot com where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. That's right. You want to get some, uh, what do you want to get? You want to get some action on the MVP race, the uh, super bowl NFL championship. There's so many tickets available on prop swap. And the fun part is since you're buying other people's tickets, you end up getting the best price or vice versa. You're looking to hedge out. Uh, you can get the best prices available. We just, uh, I just saw someone, uh, someone just purchased the uh, Cincinnati Bearcats to win the college football championship at 125 to one. Uh, paid nine hundred dollars on it, so again, they're going to get the best price for that. Propswap.com promo code SGP, where America goes to buy, and they double up your first deposit bonus if you use that promo code SGP. Sean, I'm sorry, I was distracted by the YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast chat. Oh, it's where fire. someone asked uh, if these are games we're betting or if we're just uh, picking leans. ATS hashtag and, and Colby is my dad. Four twenty promptly responded <laughs> that we don't do leans on this podcast. Yeah, if I was if I was into leaning, I'd be a tower in Italy. All right, fucking a, <laughs> we're here picking games. <laughs> Oh, no. And we give we give we give our locks out at the end. So enjoy. Uh, yeah, Thanks for checking the shot. Yeah, so I mean, I like to bet <laughs> a lot of money. Leans, leans. Um, well, you know, I, I would say though. I mean, if you're if you're gonna ever pass a game, this no, take the money line. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> I was on the show and they asked, uh, "Do you have a play on this?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do you want me to tell you what I would do? Sure." Yeah, I mean, we're the guys that. Why I, would we have a show if we didn't? What's the fucking point of having a show and going? Oh, let's talk about this game. Pass, pass. What the? Why have the show? Well, I get it. Okay, only talk about the games you want to talk about. That you don't want to pick every game. You don't want to like buy every stock. I get that angle, right? But you know, we've talked about the difference between us and a fucking accountant that's going to grind you three percent. Oh, and uh, shout out to Shank nine oh four young blood. This guy sounds he sounds <laughs> like my what, people. What's up, bro? He's saying uh, thanks for the Purdue money line. Never sweated so much. I don't know about uh, what sweating. That was uh, uh, I, I just I put saw, that in and didn't even look at it. Shout out to the guy who uh, <laughs> slid into my Twitter DMs and told me that there was going to be a COVID problem with Purdue, in, in, inducing me to bet a little bit more money on Tennessee. Uh, although I will say. Uh, Tennessee minus six and a half produced a very nice long sweat. So thank you to the college football bowl <laughs> season for the ride. Crazy as shit. 
105 on the West Coast. The Broncos head to Los Angeles, mm. Sean, where the Chargers would be a close your eyes special because they got their San ass beat. Diego, super Chargers, Chargers. By the Texans, minus six and a half, minus 270 on the money line, plus 220 for the Broncos. 46 is the total. Kind of feel like you just have to take the, the lock approach here. If he's in, you fade him. If he's out, you take the Broncos. Yeah, and by all accounts, uh, Drew Locke will be the starter. I, Locke is stuck in my auto fade. As much as I like this uh, Broncos team, and man, are they not interesting? Uh, we didn't really talk. We didn't really hit on them in DFS, but I do think Javante Williams uh, could have a mm-hmm. big game. Austin Eckler coming back. I mean, you saw what Josh Jacobs uh, did to this uh, Broncos team. I, I think both running backs in this game. Could have a, a nice stack. Could have a huge game. I just I cannot take Drew Locke on the road. The same reason why I locked up the Raiders last week. And again, it could be a similar situation where you're like, holy shit, this is ugly. What am I doing? The Chargers, to their credit, are getting a ton of guys back off the COVID list, injury list. Mike Williams just activated. Uh, Bosa, I think, is going to be activated. Eckler, so they're going to be in full force. Uh, they're they also win this game. they're playing for a playoff spot. Yeah. I mean, I think you have a motivation angle here. I, I believe the Chargers control their own destiny. Decker even told us that the home crowd's starting to come around. <laughs> if they're ever going to catch a sleepy Broncos crowd, it's this kind of like they're they're kind of out of it, right? Like, uh, I, I don't know. I I still think uh, some Broncos fans will show up. They think they're still in it, maybe still technically in the playoff race, but I think. Yeah, sure. We'll give them that, but I, I Bronco th- uh, Chargers do not control their own destiny, right? Really, even with a win against the Broncos and the Raiders, they only have a seventy-seven percent chance to make the playoffs. So mm. they are—they're actually like re- super shitty on a bunch of these tiebreakers. Um, so, but I mean, look, they like you said, it's another team that was pretty beat up with COVID. They got their ass beat by the Texans, like. They still have a a pretty realistic opportunity to make the playoffs. I mean, I think what you're describing isn't the craziest. Uh, it's the NFL, Sean. Crazy things happen, and uh, I know I'm breaking the rule taking the Chargers at home here. But uh, this one, like you said, you can't take Drew Locke. You, you, uh, what scares me is they could just run the ball down yeah, the Chargers' and, throat. And Broncos, I think under a lot of other situations, if Teddy Bridgewater was starting. I would I would take this almost at a pick'em. That's how because I think, I mean Joey Bosa is gonna get his against Drew Locke. That just watch that play of the Bengals lineman ripping the ball out of Drew Locke's hands. Drew Locke just it, you see why they played really 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 hurt Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, because Drew Locke can't safely play football. No, and he he at least to his credit he'll have a couple like cool throws. But for the most part, he's just completely lost with his progressions. He's a turnover liability, and I I think this is actually a good spot for the Chargers and the Broncos. Kind of feel like the, there's some Fangio stuff going on. I think that Raiders loss was really demoralizing for the team. But that felt like a dream crusher game run. We also didn't mention it, but the Broncos beat the shit out of the Chargers earlier this yes, year. So. You're right. Uh, and another guy we didn't touch on him in DFS, but I think Keenan Allen. Like, if you are going to look to a, a Herbert stack this week, I, I I think Allen could have a massive, massive. Well, game. and Williams coming back too, so we'll see. So, but I mean, Herbert Eckler, Keenan Allen, go go a uh, three position stack. I don't know. Mm. Houston heading to San Francisco. Oh, this is another. This is like that Atlanta game Thursday night football. Yeah, it's Garoppolo. Uh, it's Shanahan as a massive favorite. Well, Minus no, tw- is it Garoppolo? Uh, 
Oh, well, let's talk about it. Minus 12 and a half, minus 750 on the money line, 525 for the Texans. 44 is the total. I think a lot of if you if you if you're diving into the news from the fantasy skew, you're getting a lot of Trey Lance. Oh my god, we finally get to play him. It's so exciting. If you read between the lines of what some of the players are saying and what some of the beat reporters are saying, it sounds like they expect Jimmy G to be out there. Now, uh, in practice, I guess he came out to test the thumb. He, he went right back in. Uh, so that created some more doubt. Uh, people were asking, you know, people were getting quotes on Trey Lance. So I think that there's kind of a lot of smoke. So we'll see. I think it sounds like Jimmy G is a true game time decision. I hate that. Um, I think. Well, and 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 is the is the money still pouring in on Houston side? Because I know earlier in the week, Houston was getting 15 points, coming off a victory, yeah, and and, well, and getting the, a ton of public action. The, like they definitely seem one of those public dog has fleas types teams. And you've seen it, right? The look ahead was 14 and a half. It opened 13 and a half. It got bet to 12 and a half. Uh, 80 plus percent of the money. Coming in on the Texans, yeah. Then I'm I'm going 49ers here at 12 and a half. I I hope uh, for for that pick's sake, it's Jimmy G because I think again, even though I'm not a huge Jimmy G fan, the consistency. I mean Trey Lance. If you watch some of those Trey Lance games, it's like, oh my god, what is going on here? Just not good. It well, just all over the place. Like the variance is through the roof if Trey Lance starts. And the idea that Trey Lance is starting and laying 12 and a half points and this would be his first career start. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I don't mind Jimmy G coming off a loss, but again, when does Jimmy G fuck up when he turns the ball over, he had two horrible interceptions. They he's getting the extra rest off the Thursday. I'm going to lean in that he plays, but uh, I'll go 49ers minus 12 and a half. Uh, hey, I hate. I'm really lean to the the big chalk, but I mean, I think the here's what you have to look at: the Texans have just not, outside of their divisional travels, they're just not not a team that travels well. Uh, who can forget the three points they scored in Indy or the five points they scored in Arizona? And everyone's talking about how like the Texans might have their guy, Davis Mills. This is crazy. Uh, I hate to lay the points here because we might get a Trey Lance. Yeah, and I just but, I just talked to a 49ers insider, Ryan. Yeah. Um leaning towards Jimmy G not playing. Really? They're, that they're they're trying to pump up the fact that they want the Texans to prepare for Trey Lance. Uh or sorry, for Jimmy G, but really it probably is going to be Trey Lance. God, but I, can you <laughs> Can you take Houston as a public? Do, I, the, the other thing is like Davis Mills has looked decent, but against like really bad pass defenses, which 49ers pass defense isn't great. I think it does. You know, the more I think about this, the more I'm just going to lock in 49ers minus 12 and a half because whoever's the quarterback, they're not going to let them throw the ball. I was going to say, do we, does do it really we matter? need, do we need to pass the ball to win this game and cover? No, no way of the points. Detroit heads to Seattle where the Seahawks are laying a touchdown minus three ten on the money line. Lions plus two fifty. Forty two and a half is the total. Oh boy. I mean I see quit in this Seattle team. Oh, the 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 comment that Russell did you see Russell Wilson's comment? What did he say? It might be my last game in Seattle, but it's I know for sure it's not gonna be my last game. 
in the NFL. Wow. That's horrible. I mean, come on. Does Russell. that mean he's going to play hard? I'm confused. I mean, where was the play hard against the against the Chicago Bears? Meanwhile, Detroit Lions, it's like second half of the season, have been pretty good ATS, with the exception of that like Eagles game. I think they've been pretty good. Well, I mean, last time Jared Goff stepped foot in Seattle, what happened? <laughs> oh yeah, they took care of him. You're right. Jared Goff owns Seattle. Uh, strangely, uh Jared Goff. You know, this would be a, a fairly comfortable spot. It scares me that the Lions are a public team sitting on 70% uh, of the tickets, uh, more of the money coming on the Seahawks. But I, I, can you really bet the Seahawks? They lost to a bad Bears team last week at home. I mean, how can we? And, you it, know, it's uh, not responsible to bet on this team laying this many points. Dan right? Campbell had an all time uh, football guy response. Did you see? Well, DeAndre Swift is back. That's Which, good. And a lot of. A lot of teams, I won't name names, but a lot of teams who have been eliminated from the playoffs, they may not play their starters. Oh, not who are to- <laughs> coming off injuries. Oh, here we go again. No, no, I'm right. I'm not implying uh, is healthy and sitting out. I mean, his his neck looked pretty fucked up, standing perfectly fine on the sideline. Uh, what You're I am a fucking saying, doctor now too. What I am saying is, uh, Dan Campbell when asked, uh, "Do they plan on sitting DeAndre Swift?" and he goes, "Yeah." After the Packers game, they play. <laughs> that's who they play the last game of the week. So, and and the Detroit does seem to be responding to this. Unlike certain markets who have like a, a rah rah football guy and the teams clearly quit, Detroit the the players seem to be responding to it. And I think it's just going to be like a really, you know, uh, we'll get to the Big Ben game, but the Big Ben game is like a get up win one for Big Ben. The yeah. the Russell Wilson's like I don't think his uh, teammates like him. Are they going to his birthday party? Uh, no, there's like a video of Tyler Lockett <laughs> clowning on him. It he's just odd, man. I, I'm going to I'm going to Troy plus seven. Yeah, I mean this. The, they've also not to mention that we mentioned this a couple of weeks back. They're in the top echelon of teams covering, especially big numbers. I mean they're they're an elite covering team when they're catching these big numbers. So. They, there's no quit, and and to your, back to your point, uh, lo- love Swift in the DFS situation this this week. If you wanna, if you wanna get frisky and play a line. No, yeah, and uh, and I think Detroit's rush defense isn't horrible as well. So I I think they might be able to slow down Penny and Russell Wilson. Like, what excuses do you have? I know the offensive line isn't that great, but where are you gonna go where you have Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Gerald Everett? Well, DK Metcalf's a center, Sean. He likes to fornicate with multiple women at the same time. And Russ didn't like that. He's but gotta, you want to go to New York or no. uh, I, I don't like what, what team is, does he land on? That's a good question. I mean, again, team has to trade for him, right? So it's only like there's only he a, has a no trade clause. There's so only a handful of teams that that can afford. I don't know. But are you Ryan? Now, all jokes aside, you've said you'd willingly embrace Russell Wilson, yeah. but. To give up what you have to give up and the cap space, you guys are kind of tight on cap. Would you still pull the trigger on a Russell Wilson trade? Because pay it, attention, the cap's going up by a, by a no, mile. No, I know the year. cap is whatever, but are you scared off Russell Wilson long term from what we've seen this season? No, because we've seen shit sour in situations before. I yeah. mean, him and Pete Carroll have been laying in the same bed together for a long time, and clearly there's been friction. There was friction last off season. And things didn't go well, and now it's awkward. I, I think that if we look, kind of zoom out and look more, uh, more big picture, it makes total sense. Now, uh, what does it take to get Russ? 
you know, in a weird way, I feel like his value's gone down. So whatever team is going to acquire him, I don't think it's as much as it was, Sean. And I think you know, if part of that package is a young quarterback still on a rookie deal for a test drive, I think maybe you're trimming down how many picks really have to come with the package. So. Yeah, of course I would embrace Russ Wilson. That's the I mean, it's some of the greatest pussy we've had you, in the last what, decade in the NFL. What do you want to go there considering your offensive line? Well, I think part of it would be some sort of recruitment package. Uh, you know, obviously some decision making inclusion, things like that. Uh, Does it, do you think the Giants don't seem like a team that's gonna do that? I, and they and they already committed to Daniel Jones and Joe Judge. So it's why even why even have this discussion? The owner did. I the new GM hasn't. It's genius. They're not committed to anything. Arizona heads to Dallas, Sean, where the Cowboys two and a half on the look ahead. Now it's six minus two fifty on the money line. Arizona plus two hundred fifty one is the total. I, I feel like I am just completely off when it comes to reading this Arizona team. When to bet them? When to fade them? But I can tell you this: Cliff Kitchens, aka uh, Cliff Kingsbury, he's not good as a favorite. We just saw that. Yeah. Not bad as a dog, Sean. Seven. Oh, we're I completely lost my nugget. Seven and three against the spread. Well, and as a dog. So th- this is kind of a spot we talked about on the DFS show. Kyler has that backdoor wiggle, garbage time, you know, just scramble, score some score some touchdowns. And Dallas, I guess for the same reasons we should have liked the football team a little bit. Dallas's value is all time high. They're they're the ATS Kings. They're coming off a forty point win. Some obvious stuff going on here. Yeah, no, I mean, and the would, defensive matchup against Dak, I kind of like for Arizona. So it, it, it would, it. It and would, we hate the Cowboys. Well, and and again, coming back to that Washington game where uh, you know I pointed out that nugget of teams coming off that Tuesday week. We're gonna struggle, and and I said the exception would be the Eagles. They started slow, and then eventually figured it out. But um, you know, Washington—they were just setting themselves up for an ultimate ass kicking. This team was not prepared to play on a short week, no. and I think Arizona. Now they get the extra day of rest. You get a, a Dallas team that's fat and happy that keeps covering spreads. I think is is due for a little regression here. Arizona key uh, key thing they're getting back they're getting their center Rodney Hudson back oh yeah I think that's big and again I I kind of mentioned it on the DFS show I think Arizona is at its best when Kyler is a willing runner we saw them fall off last year when he wasn't running as much we saw four runs but really that big scamper against the Colts I think he's he's got to find that running game again and uh good chance to get James Conner back as well. The Cardinals. I think that's huge. Zach Ertz. Look for Zach Ertz to have a big game here. Always showed up against the Cowboys. Yeah. It's personal for Zach Ertz. Uh, I think Arizona gives them a little scare and, and you, you, you give a lot of teams shit for only beating bad teams. Dallas certainly has been in that market and is Arizona still a good team? I guess we'll find out, but six points feels a hair high. Uh, quick fun fact: uh, Arizona with Hudson playing, uh, they've only lost twice. Uh, yeah, picked up eight wins. So he's clearly maybe some might say Sean the Kyler's not a leader. Maybe Rodney Hudson, as I've said before, is the leader of this offense, and him being out there is huge. Plus, fuck the Cowboys. I mean, this is ridiculous. Mike McCarthy's not a good coach. Jerry Jones doesn't de- deserve any of this. 
How does this end, Sean? We need it to end. I, I don't want to have a, a long Cowboys success sweat. I want this to be over. I, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to be. And I just worry that I'm once again going to be on the wrong side of an Arizona game here. But it yeah. seems obvious. Let's let's go Arizona. Come on. All right, last game in the afternoon state. Carolina heads to New Orleans coming off Monday night football for the Saints. Minus six and a half, minus two ninety on the money line. Carolina plus two thirty. Thirty-eight is the total. Sucks laying this many points with the Saints, but mm, I think the defense is good enough to just continue to give Carolina's offense problems. You mentioned earlier on the DFS show, Darnold will be out there. Uh, Darnold on the road in this dome Cam, against like Lattimore. Whatever quarterback they want to put out there, there's interceptions that are going to happen. And I think this this Saints defense again, like they're playing for something. I didn't mention it, but I, for the Arizona team too. But like Arizona is somehow getting like untalked about in in the playoff picture when they they clinched after losing uh, three yeah. straight games. So. You know, I guess that's a letdown spot, but yeah, coming back to the the, the game we're on, uh, New Orleans. I mean, they have to win, I guess. Like, right, like they they have to win. They're still in it. They're still very alive. And the defense, I think, the defense could cover this by themselves. Wow, yeah, and and I thought the defense played a decent job against uh, Miami on Monday night. It's just at some point when your offense is that bad with Ian Book and he just looked completely lost. Jake Fromm esque out there. Um, we don't give Sean Payne enough shit for his fucking shitty quarterback like pet projects. Oh, what do you mean? We give we make fun of Taysom Hill all uh, the time. Taysom Hill's like an edge case. This Ian Book thing is fucking out of control. Well, again, Ian Book is their fourth Taysom quarterback. Taysom Hill's winning games in the NFL. No, no. Well, kind uh, of. Uh, Taysom Hill, I think, is not worth what they paid him. No, but I think he is decent in this in this start against this Panthers team. And in Sean Payton's defense, they had Jameis Winston. He was five and two as a starter. Then they had, uh, you know, Taysom Hill. Then Taylor Heineke. Then Ian Book. So again, I understand why you why you take a roll of the dice with Ian Book. But Ryan, you've been all over Trevor Simeon. You said uh, Taylor Heineke. Same difference. Yeah, uh, you've been all over Matt Rule being shitty, and he compared himself to Jay Z when they asked like uh, Jay Z shitty. No, I, <laughs> I don't. They go like, "How do you feel about the progress?" And he's like, "I like where we're at. I like what we're doing. We're building something here." Sounds like and Joe compared Judge. himself to Jay Z, which is it, which is fucking insane. Um, Jay Z didn't have like a pretty good year and then fall off the map. Uh, Jay Z also didn't have to coach up Cam Newton. So in, in Matt Rule's defense, Sean Payton though, eleven and four against the spread in same season revenge games. Um, Massive coaching edge here. Yeah, and I think Kamara has a has a bounce back game. Talked about it on DFS, and uh, yeah, I, I think I think I think Saints turn Darnold over, and again, uh, Darnold's been better than Cam, but he still was really really bad. I mean, you remember some of those starts. Like the whole reason Cam Newton wasn't even in the league when Sam Darnold was a starter. We liked Sam Darnold early in the season, if you remember, yeah. in fantasy season, because the strength of schedule was soft. Yeah, and he was going to have some nice matchups. What, what we're now, uh, you know, what we saw after those first couple of games was Sam Darnold is just, you know, not good. Right, the test drive didn't work out. the The fact that they're going back to him shows you how bad Cam is. Shows you how bad PJ Walker is. Yeah, Matt Rule's got to be accountable for that. He made PJ Walker the backup. XFL legend. I get it. Don't come at me, but um, 
Yeah, what I would say, and I'm I'm trying to pull it up right now, but I would say definitely look hard at the touchdown defense. Anytime defense touchdown score in the in the Saints Ooh. game. Uh just again, I, I love the defense stacked with Kamara. I, I just all time. This this is gonna be I mean, a slow I mean I think the Saints defense is pretty solid. And if you can bring in the stability of Taysom Hill, they should be good. If yeah, they're gonna run the ball. Ingram, Kamara, it just feels like a simple one. Sunday night football, the Vikings. They head to Green Bay, Sean, where the Packers are laying seven, minus two ninety on the money line. Vikings plus two thirty. Forty five and a half is the total. It's gonna be cold as shit. Yeah. Uh, hard to hard to uh, get Kirk Cousins in prime time. Hard <laughs> but to see. But that's not a thing anymore. Kirk's awesome in prime time. You like that? You like that? I Dalvin Cook is out. No, I thought he was back. He's right? back. Yeah. I Kirk Cousins in the cold. I know he played at Michigan State. It just doesn't seem like it makes sense. No, it's a uh, you know, it's a. Uh, but boy, the dome motive. team outdoors, but man, seven points is a lot. And the pack, uh, the Vikings, as much as I think they suck and I've kind of made fun of them, I think they kind of hang in this game. I know the Packers are getting uh Jair Alexander back who I, I keep thinking they're going to get back and then doesn't play. This is predicting to be one of the coldest games in Lambeau yeah. field history. Weather models are predicting wind chills well below zero. Um, that being said, I, I still think Justin Jefferson had a really bad game uh, last week. He went to Zimmer's office and, you know, basically <laughs> said it was frustrated. I think there's enough uh, in this Vikings offense to get it done. Uh, getting seven points. I think seven points is too much. <sighs> I'm just going to go back to the well. Give me green Bay. I'm, I'm not taking, taking Kirk cousins in prime time. I'm Ron. not. I, I, you know, I think the defense. If anything, if if you're Matt Lafleur and you're looking at your, you're trying to look in the mirror and get ready for the playoffs, you got to get that defense ready. And I yeah. think, I think this is a, this is a good spot, good challenge. Uh, Thielen being being banged up and and not out there is, I just it's I don't I don't understand. They're gonna get that. Maybe they get there. Maybe this is one of those weird games. But they're gonna have to get there by running the ball and playing defense. And and Aaron Rodgers. Sean, he's the narrative king, right? Not only does he get the toe thing, we're feeling bad for him, but now he's like, I might retire after the year. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. They go, and it's like, holy shit, they he's a genius. It, they, he he had he had two separate news stories, two separate things showed up on the bottom of the ESPN ticker. One was he won't wait around to make his decision about the offseason. No. Another one was he really likes the uh, relationship now with the GM. It's really grown. And then three, when asked about retiring, he said he wouldn't rule it out. And then I saw the uh, the Packers reporter <laughs> hashtag Genius. hashtag Favre watch. What is it about these Green Bay? And it's it's funny because it's like two opposite ends of the spectrum of prima donnas. It's Brett Favre, like the country <laughs> Missouri guy, and then you have uh, you know. Where did uh where did uh Aaron Rodgers go to school? He's like California. Yeah. yeah, he's like a Berkeley. Cal Berkeley hippie. You know, way uh, hey man, far out, dude. Uh, I don't trust doctors. Like two opposite ends of the spectrum, but they both come together to be great Green Bay Packer quarterbacks who really stretch out their uh, future plans. Yeah, I wonder who he should took the picture of his dick and sent it to. 
Uh, who knows, Ryan? Who knows? Jordy that Nelson. is funny too because uh, Brett Favre seems like the ultimate. I, I'm surprised Brett Favre knew how to work a cell phone camera. Like he seems <laughs> like the ultimate old school guy. One might say that's why there's a picture of his dick on the internet. Maybe uh, he wasn't. I, I mean, the dick pic is like the ultimate <laughs> hip millennial thing, and you don't imagine Wait. a guy like Favre doing that. Wait, uh, dick pics a hip millennial thing? Yeah, it's something the kids do. Oh, right. Send pictures. Uh, you, uh, well, again, Ryan, you haven't watched Succession. <laughs> oh, back in my there's day, a, we took a Polaroid. There's a mass. There's a uh, scene of uh, one of the characters sending a dick pic accidentally to his dad. That's very <laughs> funny, and it's a meme everywhere. You've probably seen the meme. Uh, you just have no idea what I'm you're. So doing. disconnected from reality. Monday night football. Sean Cleveland heads to Pittsburgh. Where the Steelers, in what will probably be Sean Big Ben's last game, although Mike Tomlin said he didn't think it would make a big deal <laughs> or make any bit bit of difference that it was going to be Big Ben's last game, uh, they're somehow three and a half point oh, home dogs. On. What are we plus doing? One forty five on the money line, minus one seventy five for the I Browns. Would, I got forty one is the total. I have two notes: Big Ben last game at home and Tomlin line. These are. These are two great and just Strong Tomlin forces. as a home dog. Got super cute taking them on the money line. Again, wanted to throw out a big dog uh last week. They were clearly unprepared and honestly should have done our homework. They were clearly looking ahead towards this uh towards this home AFC North game. And you know, there's there's actually still a chance Pittsburgh wins the division. Regardless, I love, love, love them here. And We've seen Baker should not be a road favorite. Baker should not be a favorite against the majority of NFL teams. The, the, I don't, this is this is a like win one for the Gipper. I mean, Big Ben, unless his teammates hate him, which I guess we we don't know. But last time information like this leaked, it it worked out well for the Steelers. I think the Big Ben last game angle is a strong force, but the Tomlin line is a stronger force. And like you well, said, and, and still alive in the playoff race and the Baker road favorite thing that to me is it's unconscionable. Right? <laughs> it's unconscionable. I, this is a, it does have shades of cam Newton road favorite to me right now. It's insane. Uh, right now, the Steelers, as far as playoff percentages have a 14% chance if they win out, it gets as high as uh, 68%. So they, they have this game against the Browns and then at the Ravens, they can I'm, still get in. I'm oh, sure I, the tie won't matter. It does feel like that's going to factor in, uh, in this AFC North. Someone uh, earlier was asking about the Browns to win the AFC North. I would not take that bet. Uh, I would not take the Browns. I mean, I guess if you love the Browns minus three and a half here, Maybe you're getting a better price on taking Browns to win the AFC North, but I I don't see. Earlier, it. you did say we should be laying the three and a half, Sean. But once again, I'm violating that principle. Yeah. I'm taking the well, three you and gotta, a half. Ryan, you have rules and then you have exceptions, and that's how you build a system. It's a simple system. Would you? I mean, if this is three, I, I do see a lot of threes out there. If this is three, are you still yeah. running? To, uh, to me, this is. Uh, very similar to the Lamar line we discussed with the Rams. This should be a pick, at best. Yeah, at best. So uh, crazy amount of value here. Massive Fucking extracting value, right? value, Sean. Time for the lock, dog, and tease presented by SoBet.io slash SGPN. SoBet is bringing back social betting, aka mano a mano. 
me versus you throwing down the gauntlet head to head betting. It's uh it's fun. You can challenge your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you want. Let them know. You'll see them in the SoBet streets. Ooh. SoBet.io slash SGPN. Very easy to connect uh, third party payment platforms there as well. SoBet.io slash SGPN. Kramer, do it. Lock, dog, tease, and bonus lock. Lock, Steelers. Come on. Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Okay. Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Uh, Dog. See now you're making it easy on me because I I thought you were gonna use them as your dog. Okay. No, I am dog. not. Uh, for my for my dog, honestly, like I love the I love the Dolphins in this spot against the the Titans. I, I think they uh, they get a road win here, plus one forty five on the road in Tennessee for the T's. Man, not as much line value as I would like with some of these, but we got to start with Green Bay minus one. Uh, we're gonna follow that up with a Miami plus nine and a half. Uh, no way this this Tennessee team can blow out anyone. And for the last leg of my teaser, you know the fact that we can get this San Francisco. I know you can't do that because Trey Lance, Sean. I can't. I can't do it. I I'm would not tease Trey. New Lance. Orleans down to a half against yeah. Carolina and Sam Darnold a, or Cam Newton. And my bonus lock: Bengals plus five. Almost made it Ooh. my dog, but Bengals have lost some close games this year as well. So again, numbers just too big in, in that one by by a couple points. So uh, when I see line value like that, Sean, I lock it up. Lock it up. All right, here we go. For my first lock, give me New Orleans minus six and a half. Mm. Again, maybe I'm going to the well too many times, but this Panthers team seems dead. They seem yeah. shot. Fade. Uh, for my dog, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers on the money line. There you go. For my tees, uh, Chicago uh, down to a pick. Oh man, do I tease the Chargers? No, absolutely not. Oh, you know what? Oh, dude, how, how did you not throw them in here? Tampa Bay minus seven, very very uh, tease worthy there. And then uh, you're not even getting below the key number of seven, Sean. <laughs> and New England down to uh, nine and a half. Get in, under. 10 in hindsight, uh, Detroit up to thirteen is interesting. <laughs> yeah, but I I almost like Detroit. It feels like all or nothing for that Detroit theme. It feels like it could go completely sideways there. All right, for my lock, mm, I was going to take the Bears minus six, but every time I lock up the Bears, it bites me in the ass. Not going to touch it. Don't lock up the Bears or the Falcons. That's what we, we we're not locking up quarterbacks like that. No, well, Falcons. I'm I'm on the Bills. So are you? I guess I did lock up Big Ben. Uh you know what? Yeah, he's one of those guys who oh. will get penetration. <laughs> are you kidding me? You're giving the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> two weeks in a row to John Madden plus six and a half. Sean is locked. Fucking go. You've locked up the Raiders twice in a row. This is unbelievable. Well, let's. All right, so we got. We're well, using our locks, and then what? What's another uh, pick to combine on, Ryan? I mean, just. Uh, I mean, I like Baltimore. Yeah, let's that's a little let's, wonky. Let's but take the, we like Tyler Huntley. Let's say yeah. Bo- or Buffalo. I would say Buffalo. Bu- bu- ah, maybe we do. All right, Buffalo. Fuck it. I, I like Lane the fourteen. Buffalo minus fourteen and a half. What do we? Uh, what do we give the win as far as a bet? An, an SGP bet. Pittsburgh money line. 
Pittsburgh money line with with Raiders Raiders money line uh, or Raiders points or do you want to do all? How hard? How far will John Madden take him? All right, we'll do six and a half. Yeah, t- take the points. Madden doesn't like tomes, so we'll do uh, Pittsburgh money line parlayed with Raiders plus six and a half. Maybe we'll t- throw uh, something else in there. But again, check out that Win Betting app. Wynnbet.com. Bet big, win bigger with Win Bet. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, make sure you get those reviews in on Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify now. If you're if you're a mobile uh, Spotify listener, you can now rate the show. Appreciate that as well. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean, you want to make sure to follow me on Twitter at Kramer Centric so you can catch all my leans. Let it ride.